0: Welcome to the Becoming a Better You podcast, where personal growth means professional development. This is your source for soft skills awareness, enhancement, and personal mastery. I'm your host and your guide, Herm Allen. It is my desire that today you will walk away one step closer to becoming a better you. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to another episode of the Becoming a Better You podcast. Today, I want to talk about a topic that, you know, for some of you, it might be difficult. For some of you, it might be a blessing. But nonetheless, it's something that I think uh, you, you may enjoy. And it's something that uh, I, I felt the need to to address at, the, at this point. Today, I want to talk about signs you might be a difficult person. Again, signs you might be a difficult person. And the reason I say might be is because you might not be. However, this isn't absolute. These are just some signs that you might be a difficult person. So bear with me in today's episode and let me know what you think. I always want feedback, reach out to me via my email that's in the podcast episode notes below. But just let me know what you think. All right. So without further ado, let's get into this. Now, we know everyone is difficult at some point in their lives. And of course, we've all dealt with plenty of difficult people in both our professional and personal lives. But When being difficult becomes a lifestyle instead of a once in a while occurrence, it's time to take a deeper look. It's hard to face the fact that you might be a difficult person, but doing so might lend some insight into areas of your life that need work, and that's valuable information to have. So, if you're unsure if you're a difficult person, here are three ways to detect your difficultiness. I don't know if that's a word or not, but you you get where I'm coming from. The first way is you feel excluded. You know, if you feel as if you have no group of friends or you don't fit in with your coworkers, it can be an awful feeling. It could be. And, And maybe you feel as if you're always the last to know things. Or you seem to always be the, quote, odd person out. If this is the case, take a close look at your behavior when you are with your co-workers or when you're around your friends. You know, something that can help you is to seek honest feedback from them and seriously consider that feedback without anger and without judgment when you receive it. Because often people will simply avoid a difficult person rather than offer unsolicited feedback. So you may have to search for that feedback. You know, feedback is a good thing. Again, this is helping you to become a better you. You know, and also when you receive that feedback, don't dismiss it with, well, if you don't like me for who I am, then I don't want to be around y'all anyway. Yeah, I know how some of you can be. I know how I have been in the past when I've gotten feedback that I didn't like per se. But if the feedback tells you why they feel you're difficult and you dismiss it, then you're just being, well, difficult. So if you're feeling excluded, there's a reason why no one wants to be around you. I've always heard it's being said that you know, if you walk into a room, people are either drawn to you or repelled by you. So the next time you walk into a room, get an idea of the type of person you may be. And this may be also, you know, if it's, if it's a room of people that you're familiar with and, and that knows you. Because if these folks don't know you, they won't know if you're a difficult person or not. But usually if you're around people who know you very well. And guess what? There's probably a good chance that they know whether or not you're a difficult person or not. So, again, the the first sign that may signal that you're a difficult person could be you feeling excluded. All right. Now, that's the first one. The second way or the second sign that you might be a difficult person is that your self-worth is low. Again, I'm not talking in absolutes. I'm just saying these may be signs. Not absolute. But when things don't work out the way you'd like to, it can take a toll on your self-esteem. Or it's possible that your personal background has had such an effect on how you value and feel about yourself. You know, everyone is good at something. So find the things that you're good at and then find ways to contribute using those skills and talents, regardless of what someone else has said. You know, you have to find out those things that are good for you. One way you can do this, and again, this is just one way, is by volunteering Using the unique talents that you have, you know, it can help you raise your self-esteem to new heights and you'll also be helping others in the process. Think about it. The key to self-worth or self-esteem is self. It comes from within and not from others opinions of you. You know, your worth or your self-esteem, your worth or your esteem lows are because you have bought into what's been said about you. If it's false, move on. And if it's true, change. You know, if you want more information about this, listen to episode four. Go back to episode four. Why words should never hurt you if you haven't done so already. And I go into this a little bit deeper. You know, your self-worth is not dependent upon someone else and how they see you. Provide the worth from yourself. It's a work that's not always easy. As I said before, you know, your personal background may have pounded into you, you know, that you're not worth anything, that you're no good. You know, and all of that stuff and I'll say stuff at this point. You know, sometimes uh, you have to let things go and at some point you should let it go, because if you buy into what someone else thinks about you, you're always going to have a low self worth. So you don't want to just take it for what it is. Yeah, you want to get the feedback, but also you need to. Evaluate that feedback on the the true false meter and, and, and look at it, as I mentioned, in the previous way of you feeling excluded. You know, don't dismiss feedback because that's all it is. You have the choice to accept it or reject it. So, again, the second way or sign that you might be a difficult person is. Your self-worth is low. All right. So those are the first two ways. After this quick message, we're going to come back. I'm going to finish with the last sign that you might be a difficult person and give you a few uh, questions to ponder as you move on to becoming a better you. So hold on right quick and we'll be right back. Free your mind. Orient yourself to excellence. Create a new mindset. Use your resources. Seek significance. These are the five principles covered in my self-published book, Focus, Five Essential Principles to Reach Your Goals for Students and Other Smart People. This book is not about goal setting per se, but instead takes you, the reader, on an introspective journey where reaching your goals should leave evidence you lived a life of significance. If living a life of significance is important to you and leaving a purposeful legacy behind is desired, then pick up your copy today. Now available on Amazon.com. All right, here we are. Today we're talking about signs you might be a difficult person. You know the first sign I talked about is you you feel excluded. You know, you feel as if you have no group of friends or you don't fit in with your coworkers at work. The second sign may be your self-worth is low. You know, your background and upbringing or what have you has done such a job on you that you have internalized all the negativity that has been poured into you. But there's a way that you can come out of that. So those are the first two signs that you might be a difficult person and it, it, it could push people away. It really could. So let me give you this last sign. The third sign that you might be a difficult person is you constantly feel negative. I get it. Everyone has bad days. But if you always find things to complain about, other people will feel the need to distance themselves from you. Who wants to be around a constant complainer? Most positive, productive people have little tolerance for people who constantly complain but don't take any action to change what they don't like or at least properly address what they don't like. Does that describe who you are? Do you know people who fit the category that they're constantly feeling negative or constantly complaining? Think about the things that you say. And the thoughts that are floating around in your mind, are they mostly positive or mostly negative? If they're mostly negative, learn to acknowledge your negative thoughts. I know it's not always possible to turn a negative into a positive, but even if there is a negative thought and you can't turn it into a positive, well, find out what the solution is. What is the solution to the problem that you have or the solution to the complaint. Again, become a conclusionary. Yes, you have a legitimate complaint, but also come up with a, you know, a a viable solution to the complaint that you have. Because always complaining and never providing any solutions. Yeah, that's going to push people away from you. It's going to push people away from you. And think about this. Every time you feel something negative or a complaint coming out of your mouth, stop. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Just stop. Think. Because it may not be as bad as you think it is. And even if it is as bad as you think it is, stop. You don't always have to say what comes to mind. And if you can't turn it around... And say something positive, then don't say nothing at all. Don't say a word. Just keep your mouth shut. As Dr. Evil said in the Austin Powers movies, zip it. Just www.sh.com. All right. So those are only but a few signs that may point to you as a difficult person. As I said before they're not absolutes but possibilities. So don't worry it does not mean you are a bad person. However, it should be an alert that something needs to change and more than likely the change is, though not necessarily, you. Let me give you three closing questions. And and I'll pose for you these questions to consider to distance yourself from being a difficult person. Question number one. Are you willing to at least listen to feedback that might be of help to you? Question number two. Are you up to making the changes that need to occur? And question number three. Are you willing to be honest with yourself? The choice is yours. Do you want to be a difficult person or do you want to move beyond that? Again, the choice is yours. Hey, with that being said, thanks for listening. I'm Herm Allen, your dean of personal growth, saying to always remember personal growth makes you better. Take care and God bless.